Now here's some great ideas for your firm, where we're all about success on your terms. Get the knowledge, the tools and insights from special guests. Everything you need to become your very best. So come and build the business of your dreams. Settle in and listen now to In The Slipstream. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of In The Slipstream FM. My name's Brenton Ward, Managing Director of Slipstream Coaching. And uh, no matter where you are, what listening into this episode today, I hope you're well. I hope you're having a great day. And we have got a great little episode for you coming up. So we've asked George Lane, who is the founder and the director of Fastlane 30. Now Fastlane 30 is a company completely dedicated to financial services businesses and in particularly helping those businesses build their brand. Now we've asked Georgia to come on because she's actually quite a guru when it comes to developing videos to really showcase what a business is all about. And uh, George is going to share with us throughout this episode some tips, tricks, uh, some of the apps and things that she uses to create really straightforward but really effective videos for your business. So this is one not to be missed. Now, I will give you a little bit of a sneak peek into right at the end of the episode. George actually shares with us a really touching story and uh, a story that hits quite close to home when uh, it comes to the insurance world. So for all you financial advisors out there who are listening in and uh, and offer insurance as part of your product or under your service offering when giving advice to your clients, this one is definitely for you as well. So everyone sit back, relax and enjoy this episode because Georgia is fantastic and the knowledge that she's got to share with you all today is really something that you can take, run with and get some really good results from. So let's listen to the show. So we've got Georgia here with us today. Hi Georgia, how are you? Hi Brenton, I'm very well, thank you. Excellent. Now, Georgia, would you mind by starting the uh, episode off with us uh, with a little story about yourself, what you do, and your a bit about your business journey today? Sure. Um, a little bit about myself. I I live in Queensland, but born in Sydney, and uh, I'm a mum. Got two kids, uh, and I am very passionate about marketing. Um, I guess I've just always loved being in the marketing world. I've been working in sales and marketing for twenty years uh, or so, and in financial services for almost fifteen years. Um, I guess. Building relationships is what I really love doing, and that's what marketing is all about. It's all about communication and building relationships that way. Trying to solve problems for people is just something that I do naturally. And with the way things have gone these days, using digital marketing is just uh, so amazing in complementing what people are already doing, particularly in our industry in financial services, financial sure. advisors and accountants. Where you know, naturally building relationships all the time, but now you can do it on scale using some really clever tools and platforms and that's that's what I'm all about and, and that's where Fastlane came from. So a bit of a play on my name being Georgia Lane and... Um, no, I love it. It works very well. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it's a bit of history too because my father started the company Fastlane, which were uh, boats back in the 80s. Oh, really? Yeah, a little bit like, um, you know, the, the Scarab boats, the very fast, super fast boats. Yeah, like yeah. Miami Vice on the Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> and you, uh, you didn't follow in the footsteps of the family business? 
Uh, no, no, <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not a lot of uh, money in luxury boats. So, <laughs> oh, marketing, no, it's, it's still high octane. It's all good. That's true. Yeah, life in the fast lane has taken a different form and a far more <laughs> enjoyable form for me. <laughs> Very good. So today I'd love to um, to focus in on video production because I've been told and uh, from our discussions, you are an absolute guru in this area and it forms quite a, um, a big part of the work that you do with a lot of the businesses that you work with. Would you mind by starting to provide us uh, with a little bit of uh, observation, if you like, on how businesses are using video as part of their marketing at the moment and what are you, what you're seeing with it? Sure. Yes, I think video has been part of the financial services industry for some time. I was first introduced to it uh, when I was with um, ANZ. We started getting into video. But these days, it's it's something that you really have to do. I mean, Routers and Cisco recently did a study that said uh, 79% of internet traffic will be video by 2018, which is pretty... Is that right? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And, you know, Facebook, for example, uh, a video post will get 135% uh, more views or more traction than just a photo post. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's it's not, you know, it, you just have to do it. And a lot of people started doing the why videos, you know, the talking heads, um, which is great. And, if, you know, I, I would encourage anybody that you, if you don't, as a financial planner or accountant, if you don't have a video of some sort that actually shows you and your team on the website, then it's a really good place to start. Um, okay. So that's that's definitely one way. But these days there's so many other options as well. And okay. You know, in financial services, you can use them to, to you know, as an extra staff member to explain concepts or uh, to market, to brand. There's so many different options that you can use videos for. So I wouldn't mind touching on that because video, as you said, and some of those stats are pretty overwhelming and very clear as to the importance of it. But why is it now such an important tool, especially in a financial planning business, why is it such an important tool for, for planners to have in their marketing toolkit? Because it, it builds that, you know, as we've heard many people in our industry say, it builds the no-like trust. So people can very, very quickly, you know, it takes 50 milliseconds to make an impression. If they see a video of you talking, then they're going to connect with you a lot faster. And people's, you know, people's attention spans are, you know, just not what they used to be. So people yeah. want to be able to form an opinion about you very quickly. And a video can quickly do that. They can decide then and there whether they like you. And you can get across quite complex concepts uh, very easily and naturally using video. Okay. So you mentioned a couple of the, uh, the reasons why we would use a video and why it is so important. But can you elaborate a little bit on the ingredients that goes into a great video? So on, you, you mentioned before a great start is to have a why video. Um, for example, could you use that, that video as an example as to what ingredients goes into it to start with? Sure. I guess if we could take a step back first and yeah. you'd have to consider why you're doing a video. So, okay. you know, perhaps look at what the reason is for creating a video. 
So from a from a financial planner's point of view, um, there would be a couple of things. One would be to demonstrate your expertise or what your niche value is. Uh, two might be to build relationships. Um, three, to prove that you're authentic, trustworthy and real. Um, four might be to help clients realise the need for advice or to, you know, uh, help them understand why. Um, another would be answering frequently asked questions or addressing pain points. So say you were to choose one of those, for example, so perhaps addressing a pain point, the last one, or answering a frequently asked question. Um, now, this could be something that an advisor is getting asked every single day. Sure. So a video is a great way of answering that question for their target market and putting it on their website or emailing it out to their database or putting it on Facebook so that they're answering that question en masse. I love so that. Yeah, so if if you're doing that, if you you're putting that question out there, then you know you're almost creating an extra staff menu, member or member of your team that's answering that question for your target market. So I guess the components to allow that to happen is considering who the video is for, so who the the target market is and what that pain point is. Um, you need to have some sort of enticement in the beginning, so something that's going to let them know what they're going to be watching, what they're going to be getting out of it. And it should be a little bit like a movie trailer or a movie. It should have a beginning, a middle and an end. Okay. And the end, you know, the middle should, you know, create some emotion and give them some ideas. But then the end, of course, will give them some sort of call to action. What do I do next? And it could just be as simple as, you know, share this video with a friend or it might be get in contact with us or, um, you know, to talk to your financial advisor, that, that type of thing. Okay, so that makes it crystal clear in my eyes as to why you'd actually use a video. I love that. Um, I love the frequently asked questions format. I think that's just brilliant to have a page on your website with videos of the, all the, the questions that you get asked on a daily basis would just be of so much value. It would be unreal. So I think that's a, a definite, definite to do. Um, what are some of the, the common mistakes that you're seeing? people make when they are trying to produce these videos because it's one thing to to piece together on paper the plan but uh, let's take it the next step in terms of actually doing them before we get into the nitty-gritty of it what are the some of the some of the mistakes that you are seeing out there i guess um there's probably a couple of things um if you're actually talking about the actual filming or producing of the video uh i think you know, a talking head, people think, you know, if they put themselves, film themselves talking and put that on their website, that's enough. For your why video, this is true, but as long as it is, it is authentic and it, and it really is you, you know, it's not, it's not stilted, it's not awkward, um, it's not you sitting there in a suit when you never wear a suit. Sure. Um, it's really got to be some. It's it's remember it's building the no like trust. It's it's showing people who you are so they can start building a relationship and connecting with you. It's a try before they buy, you know. So for the for the why video, that's probably a, a big um, mistake that I've seen people make is putting a video of themselves on there that just doesn't look like them. Right. Um, yeah. Probably another mistake is is going and spending an absolute fortune on producing videos or buying, say, canned videos and just throwing them on your website but doing nothing with them. Okay. You know, people can't find them and <laughs> there's no reason for the video. You just think, okay, I've done the video, tick that box. 
Yeah, uh, someone told me to do this video thing. I've done it. So where's all my all my new clients? <laughs> Correct. That's right. So I mean, Google does like that you've put rich media on your website, and that will be good for search engine optimization. Uh, and when people do come to your website and see it, then that's great too. But if you really want to get some leverage out of the video, then you know, back to my previous point, work out why why you're doing the video, what the outcome's going to be. And then use, you know, other platforms and, you know, your email marketing and social platforms to then point people to that video or share it with them. Okay. Just in terms of, um, Georgia, when you're talking about the, the production of the video and not to go out and spend a fortune on it, but on the opposite end of that scale is, you know, everyone has a mobile device in their back pocket at the moment. What's your view on using mobile for, for videos and, and just taking little clips? I think it's a great idea. Yeah. The, okay. I mean, the, the smartphones are just incredible these days. You can do – we actually do a lot of uh, just recordings of people's voices and use them uh, as recordings to complement, say, an email marketing newsletter or a, a blog post. Okay. And that, that will simply be somebody talking into their, their iPhone and sending me the audio recording because – Half the, the, um, half the trouble these days is getting people to sit in front of a video. If you can just get sure. their audio, then that can be enough and you can put some pictures to that. And um, I found it really interesting. I went into, for myself, went into a video store uh, recently and said, oh, I w- am looking at a camcorder. I need to, to take one overseas with me and I'd like to do sort of little videos here and there, video interviews of either myself or with other, other people. And I found it interesting that even the, the guy at the video shop said to me, just go and get your latest iPhone or latest smartphone because the cameras in them are just unreal. They are. And you can buy all the – there's heaps of tools that you can buy to go with your iPhone you can get tripods, you can get um, sound equipment, you can get lenses, um, you can even get auto cues for your iPad and your iPhone. Okay. So I guess you don't have to be a, uh, a mastermind video producer to be able to get uh, some quality little clips up and running. No, not at all. You don't have to. And, you know, there's lots of um, tools and platforms and apps that can help you produce amazing videos. And then the other way you can do it too, which is what I do a lot, is is find people, you know, outsourced people who are experts with video production in certain areas that can produce things for you. So you just need to have, a, you know, an idea of what you want and a script or a storyboard and then you can go and find these people, brief them and they can produce, a, you know, say an animated video or, you know, whatever it is. Okay. So... You've uh, you've touched on a couple of little sort of secrets and shortcuts there, but I wouldn't mind drilling a little bit deeper into some of the secrets that you have in in your bag of tricks. So, would you mind giving us some of the the shortcuts or the tips or the things that you'd suggest that any listeners that are on on listening to this episode and they want to produce a great video in house? What are some of the things they really need to be using and thinking about? I guess one thing, one step would be um, get your get your logo, uh, preferably in you know a high resolution and a format that can be used, like PNG format, um, and get that animated. So you can get that done on say Fiverr or Freelancer or Upwork. 
I, I get them done all the time. Um, you get an, a nice animated logo with some music in the background, you know, just a couple of seconds, and your website in the beginning as an intro. Okay. And, um, for, the, I, for the first time as listening, what, uh, can you tell us what Fiverr is? Yeah, so Fiverr is a platform you can go to where people have a certain skill and you can pay. They say it's $5, but it's generally more than that, but not a lot. Right. Um, you pay an amount, like a fixed fee, to get a job done. So getting an animated logo is a good example. You could probably get an animated logo for anywhere between, say, $10 and $100, depending on the complexity. Wow. Um, I tend to use Upwork, which was, which is another – it's an outsource platform where you go to find people to do certain jobs. Okay. Um, I, I have a, a number of people that do videos and, and various things for me, and when I get an animated logo done there, it's about $80. Um, wow. But it just gives that professional edge. So every video you get produced, you put your branding to it in a way that, you know, looks great. And then at the end, you can also put that animated and people, it's kind of like a call to action. You can put in your website and any other details in there as well. So that okay. would be one tip. Um, another tip would, would be definitely using a script or a storyboard. So sitting down and writing down, you know, what you want to achieve out of the video, uh, who is the target audience and, you know, what, what question you're answering for them. Um, go in and have a bit of a look around YouTube or Vimeo and copy and paste the links from those videos into your, into your script to give the, the people who are producing the video an idea um, or just use it as um, inspiration for yourself. Um, and then you can either, you know, do the video yourself or you can go to Upwork or one of these websites to, to get somebody to produce it for you. Um, when you're producing a video to try and make it um, sort of change scene a little bit, you know, it's all good and well to have yourself talking about something if you're explaining a complex idea, but put in some other images or footage just to change okay. change the look, you know, like like presenting, if you're up in front of a, a room full of people presenting, it's always more interesting if you don't just do death by PowerPoint. So sure. same with video, you know, put in some, some other pictures or uh, some other animations or uh, make sure there's some groovy music or just something to change it up a little bit and make it a little bit interesting. You can put some titles in, you know, you can, you can get some editing software that can do all this sort of stuff like, you know, if you're on a, on a um, – Microsoft computer, you can get uh, Movie Maker, which is free, uh, or you can buy one. I use Camtasia, which can do some pretty cool stuff when producing videos. Camtasia, okay, have to look that one up. In terms of uh, in terms of timing for for videos for getting started, what sort of time or length of recording do you think is ideal? Uh, I'd say the quicker the better, um, because okay. people's attention spans are not. Uh, very long, but it depends again on what the purpose of the video is. So, okay. you know, if it's if it's your why video, if it's just you trying to get across your personality and your area of expertise and and start building that relationship with people, then you know you wouldn't want to do any more than a minute. Um, okay. If it's explaining something like a, it's a marketing video, say for example, the the pain point that we talked about before. Um, which 
was no, I just can't remember. Anyway, let's let's use an example. <laughs> just gone out of my head. Yet let's use a, a pain point. Might be, uh, am I paying too much for my insurance? For example. Sure. Um, so you you might want to do uh, a bit of a a story on uh, somebody who has uh, had insurance and perhaps been affected by cancer compared to somebody who hasn't. Um, okay. Now, you start with, you know, the heartstring story and this can happen to me, have a bit of a story in the middle and then end with, you know, but the good news is we're healthy now or this happened. You know, that could probably go for a couple of minutes. But again, you don't want it to be war and peace because people will switch off. Sure. But I think I suppose it's a gauging factor, isn't it? So with something like that, you can, you've got that start, middle and end, like you said, and you've got that sort of showcase story. So I think people would engage with a little bit longer video in that, in that case. That's correct. All right. So we've taken the leap. We've uh, got in front of the camera. We've produced a, a great little video and got it up on our website. Like you were saying before, it's not a build it and they will come uh, scenario. So any suggestions on how to promote your videos and what you should be doing with them? Sure. There's a, a couple of things you can do. So I guess the first thing would be load it onto YouTube or Vimeo, whichever your preferred platform is. Um, you, there's different reasons for using each one. Um, YouTube's excellent if you're trying to spread the word and get a, a lot of new customers on board. Um, Vimeo is better if you want to sort of keep it a little bit more in-house. They, they've got different features. So do do that first. YouTube's probably the most popular. Um, I think YouTube's now overtaking Google as far as um, searchability. Okay. Um, so do that first. And then you, the good thing about that is you can then just take the link directly from YouTube and put that if, if you've got uh, a website that's, say, WordPress or similar, you can just copy the link into a, a post and it will populate the image and the summary below. Um, so it's really easy to, to quickly and easily create a blog post onto your web page. And then get the address for that um, post on your web page. And you can either just as simply as copy that and paste that into an email to send out to your clients. Um, just you know, let them know that you've just created a video to answer this question. Uh, and send that to that would be a really simple way of doing it or take that address um, either from YouTube or from your blog post on your website and paste it into LinkedIn or into Facebook. Um, now with Facebook I actually recommend that you upload the original video into Facebook because Facebook prefers that. They, sure. you, can, you can copy and paste a YouTube link into Facebook, that will still work but um, you'll get more you'll get more people seeing your video if you actually upload the video directly to Facebook. Okay. Um, now, and if you really want to reach out, then the next thing to do would be to create an ad, an ad um, a Facebook ad for that video or a call to action campaign or something. Interesting. I think there's a whole podcast on that topic alone by the sounds of it. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> Now, I'm going to, uh, to lead towards the end of our, our episode, but I am, I'm hearing words like Facebook and YouTube and Vimeo and WordPress and website, and I know some of the, the, the listeners to this episode will be going, yep, all over it, love those platforms, I'm going to 
take this and run with it and get some videos up and up and published. And there's going to be other listeners who are going, oh my God, where do I start? So for people who are serious about this video topic, how is it that you can help them get these videos produced? Uh, yeah, people can get in contact with me. Um, I've got a couple of websites. There's uh, fastlane30.com.au. Cool. I'll throw all these websites in the show notes, everyone, just so you know. But sorry, keep going, Georgia. And uh, wpfastlane.com.au where we build websites and then help people leverage their websites. Um, and we, we can help you produce um, videos from there as well. Um, I can also give you, Brenton, I've got a, a bit of a cheat sheet that perhaps you can attach Great. to the show notes um, that gives you the 10 tips to using video. Um, that includes, you know, some of the things that we talked about today. That would be super helpful. Thank you. I'm sure everyone would love that. <laughs> now, to finish off, I would love a success story from you. So um, give us a success story of a client that you've worked with in this area that gives you goosebumps. Um, that's a good question. I, I um, was actually talking to this client earlier. She gave me a call coincidentally just before you and I got on the line. Great timing. Um, it's, yeah, it's good timing. And it, it's a kind of a bit of a personal story too. Um, you know, I was talking about before producing a video to answer the question of, you know, am I paying too much for insurance? Um, I actually produced a video like that and uh, it was two ladies that were talking about um, being diagnosed with breast cancer and one oh, had wow. insurance. Yeah, one had insurance and one didn't. Um, and, and how much difference that made to their journey through treatment um, they're both well now, which is great. Um, but, you know, one had trauma insurance and life insurance, um, income protection, and the other uh, didn't. And the one who didn't, um, you know, she runs her own business and she had to step out of that uh, to go through treatment. And um, But she, you know, had no income for a long time and then she had to go back and start working again very quickly and didn't really have time to recover. Whereas, the other lady, because she had trauma insurance and income protection, could. Um, so we produced this video and uh, we put it out onto Facebook. Um, so we directly loaded it to Facebook and did an ad. We got about uh, 8,000 views in the first 8, 000, couple of weeks. Wow. Yeah, we, and um, 4,000 of those views actually watched the video um, the majority of the way through. Is that um, right? Yep, and we got um, quite a number of leads and there's still a lot of interest going and, and, and actual business for trauma insurance out of that. And I guess the, the reason why it gives you goosebumps is because one of the ladies in that video was actually me. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, so that's, you know, I guess one of the reasons why I'm really passionate about what I do because I've seen it work and, um, and it's, it's, it's a story I, I really believe in that, uh, you know, video can be a very, very powerful tool to get a story across and, and emotion and, and hopefully make people act on it. You know, I hope that by doing that video, people will be aware of their, their physicality and their health, but also that the importance of, of having insurance in place. Well, that is definitely goosebumps worthy. <laughs> I'm sitting here with them myself. So, wow, what an incredible story. Thanks, Brenton. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, thank you so much for sharing, Georgia. I really appreciate it. I mean, it's a, it's been a whirlwind 25 minutes and there's been 
absolutely jam-packed with some quality nuggets of gold in there in on terms of producing videos and I think um, I really think it is the age of video like you said at the start I mean 135% more viewings on, on video rather than pictures and, and written posts which is just un unreal but uh, we do live in that world now and I think if we're not jumping on the, the bandwagon we need to quickly and uh, I think you can offer a lot of value to to the people listening. Um, financial planners, if you haven't got your videos on your website, get in touch with Georgia and get her to, to help you out because I've seen some of the videos and they look awesome. So Georgia, thank you so much for, for coming on the episode with us. Really appreciate it. Um, this isn't the, uh, the last time you hear from Georgia because out of the last 25 minutes, I reckon I've got another half a dozen podcasts that I'd love to, to do with you if you're happy with that. Yes, great. I'd love to help. <laughs> great. <laughs> love to share. Excellent. Well, um, I will put in the show notes how you can get in touch with Georgia. But in the meantime, I set a challenge to you. Get that phone out of your back pocket, turn on the video camera and do a couple of little test clips and uh, and see how you go with it. Now, it's, uh, it's a little bit hard to start with, but once you get a bit of a roll on, it is easy and it'll be second nature and you'll have a library of great quality videos on your website before you know it. Um, showing people just what you're all about in a, in a very special way. So again, thanks, Georgia, so much. Have a great day and we'll talk to everyone very soon. Thanks, Brenton. Talk to you soon.